When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Buck, I'm a motorsports writer for The Athletic, and each week I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. Up next is Christopher Bell, another Championship 4 participant for the second straight year. Somehow waited almost to the end of the season to get Christopher on here, but he was gracious enough to agree to do the 12 questions after winning the poll in Las Vegas recently. And so that is where our interview will pick up. All right, everybody, I'm here with Christopher Bell, and uh, he is a poll-winning Christopher Bell, so it's a happy day. How are you doing? Uh, Really good right now. Really good, absolutely. Hopefully by the time this interview comes out, you'll be doing just as well as you are right now. When is it coming out? Uh, before Martinsville. Okay, all right. So that you'll still be in contention, you know? Y- yep, yep. All right, uh, you must pick one chore obligation to do every day for a year, but if you make it the whole year doing this, you never have to do it again for the rest of your life. So what would you like to knock out forever? The January pictures at Media Day. <laughs> they were your hands on hips, hands crossed, uh, by your side, smile, serious, all that stuff. Okay. So then you would just have, well, you know what? Probably like with AI coming up, you guys probably won't have to do them. They'll just age you one year Perfect. in the future. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you describe how you are as a passenger in a streetcar? Um, there's there's two sides. There's um, if, if I'm trying to pay attention it's very difficult for me to be a passenger. I definitely am the backseat driver. Uh, but yeah, if it's someone that I trust, then I just try and disengage and, and not pay attention at all about where we're going. And uh, then I do pretty good. I, I, can, I can be a, a passenger and, and keep my mouth shut and, and just ride along. But okay. I have to be completely disengaged. <laughs> I, can, I can understand why that would be. Uh, what is an app on your phone that you love using and think more people should know about? I uh, oh, I, I forgot we talked about this Apple TV remote. I don't. I feel like most people don't know about that, but you can like. I love being able to control your whatever you're doing by your phone, right? Because you always have your phone on you. Um, and then and, like I have this system in my house where I like I can you know turn the TV on or off or volume or whatever, so I can do everything with my phone. So I guess the Apple TV remote. I I feel like it's a totally underrated thing. Like you're right because I I recently just sort of discovered this and I was like has this been there the whole time like how why am I getting up to get the remote when I could just that's right you got your phone right on you yep crazy um what do you do to make yourself feel better when you're having a crappy day uh that one is probably just you know surround myself with people that I you know my friends uh either go out to eat with friends or my dog you know sit with my dog whenever you get home she doesn't know if you have a good or bad day but uh, yeah, I would say family, friends, pets, they're, they're, they're the people I go to. I'm so dad, glad you mentioned dogs because this next uh, question is dog related. So I've been asking people to give me Dear Abby type advice column questions and I'm mixing it up with each driver. So uh, this one's randomly for you and they say, 
I live with my girlfriend and we have one dog, but I want another one. She says one dog is enough. Should I just come home with one day with a puppy and deal with the ramifications, or should I keep trying to convince her that our dog needs a playmate? I mean, that literally is my life 180, though, because <laughs> Morgan really wants another dog, and I don't want another dog. So oh. my advice is no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to tell him to do it if you're Yeah, Because yeah. the consequences. Literally, my life is 180 of that right now. That's hilarious. Um, so obviously, you know, you came up through the dirt ranks, and I see that I, I'm watching all these, these parents in the garage, um, you know, putting their kids in different stuff. Like Harvick's doing something different than Kyle Busch is doing something different than Owen Larson or whatever, right? So if you have a kid someday and you want them to race, like what, what would you, what vehicles, the thing that you would want to put them in or you feel like is the best path for them? So after I have it gotten older and experienced NASCAR and the Cup Series, I really think that it doesn't matter. Like, if, if you can grow up being go-karts, bandoleros, dirt cars, and it, it's all about winning. Like, if you win, you're going to get opportunities. And, you know, certainly, you know, everyone wants to have this, this everyone says it takes money, which it, it does take money to a certain extent. But if you don't win, then you're not going to sustain it, right? So, um, you know, for me, I guess my life right now is in Charlotte and, and thankfully micro sprints are getting more popular. That's what I grew up doing. So I would, I guess my kid would be doing that, but, uh, you know, ultimately it's, I, I don't think it matters. I think mm. if you, if you win enough and you separate yourself from the competition, then you're going to get opportunities at the next level. Okay. I love that. Um, so this is a wild card where I'm mixing it up for each person. Um, in our 2018, 12 questions, you gave a question for the next person which was what drives you? Why do you go race? So I wanted to turn that on you. Yeah. Um, how would you answer that for why do you go race? Why do I go race? I go race because I love the sport of racing. I love driving race cars. I love the competition. I love the fact that it's you and 35 other competitors out there. Uh, you know, I, I, I strive to be the best and, and you know, I want to be the best. I want to be the best. I want to win. And, uh, I love I love what we do. I love it. Um, in your career, what is the deal that came closest to happening that ended up not working out? So this one's an interesting one that not many people know. Oh. Um, it would have been in 2014. I'm 90% sure it's 2014. It would have been in 14 or 15. Uh, I got offered a Roush contract. Huh. So um, I, I think it was lined up for me to go run full-time ARCA in 2015. Um, and it uh, wasn't meant to be. I, I at the time I was driving, you know, for Toyota, and they didn't have the driver development Congo line, I guess, or path that they have today. And they were trying to figure it out. You know, Tyler Gibbs and Jack Irving were trying to figure out what to do, how we how we were going to do this. This was just on the heels of Larson becoming a, a superstar after driving Toyota dirt cars. Um, and I had this Roush contract in front of me, and it was pretty spelled out how I was going to become a cup driver. And uh, they were like, man, we can't do that. We don't have the path and the, the way to get you to cup, but if you put your faith in with us, then we're going to try our best to make it happen. And uh, I, I, I'm so happy that I obviously it worked out the way it did. Uh, but, yeah, I had a Roush contract in front of me, and um, I decided to go 
stick with Toyota and and I think my alternative was full-time ARCA or a handful of late model races and I took the handful of late model races and the rest is history. Wow great leap of faith right there that worked out pretty well yeah. Um, who is someone you would be starstruck by when meeting them? So right now man it's Coach Prime. I, oh I, yeah. I would love love to meet Coach Prime you know his his outlook and his train of thoughts the way that he views life I I admire deeply and uh I would love to meet Coach Prime. I, I live about 45 minutes from Boulder, and I'm telling you, like, you cannot get enough of it. Like, the local news, every clip of him, like, it's, everything is motivational. Yes. I'm, like, all in on it. He's the man. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, what is the single most important skill a race car driver can possess? Uh, the feel of the race car. Just being able to know how hard you can take it in the corner, how hard you can pick up the accelerator on corner exit, how much brake you need to use. You you. The, the greatest drivers have the greatest feel. Okay. Uh, what life lessons from a young age stick with you and affect your daily decisions as an adult? Ooh, that's deep. For me, I, I try and do my best to treat everybody as, as um, you know, I want to be treated, whether that's on the racetrack or off the racetrack, or, uh, you know, I try my hardest to, to, to not make enemies, right? I understand that not everyone's going to like you, but, um, you know, that, that's something that I was, yeah, that's one that stuck with me for sure. Yeah. Um, so each week I ask a driver to give me a question for the next person and I promise is a hundred percent unintentional. I did not think about this till this morning, but, uh, I just did one Daniel Suarez. Um, but he does, came up with a good question. Like, does okay, he know question. that I was next. Yeah. I was like, Hey, I hate to do this to you, but, um, I know it's awkward, but I, the way it planned out, I didn't, I didn't think about it. Anyway, he says, you've done a good job on road course the last few years, despite that not being your background. Uh, what do you credit that success to? It was very friendly, Dave. I know. I was that like, was oh, very that's friendly. okay. Um, what do I credit that to? I credit it 100% to having good race cars. And certainly there is a, uh, I don't know. I mean, the hardest, the thing that I had to, to focus on the most of as a driver has been the brake zones and I'm still not great at brake zones and executing, maximizing the brakes. Uh, but you know, if it, I say it time and time again, it, it's all about the race car. If you've got a good race car, it makes your job a lot easier. So, um, yeah, I think that I've got really good cars to drive. Okay. Um, so the next interview I'm doing, I, I always end every year with Landon Castle, even though he wasn't racing this year, I'm still going to have him be the last one. Um, so do you have a question I might be able to ask Landon? Do I have a question I might be able to ask Landon? Yeah, that, this is the perfect one. He's the guy who's been around for a while. Um, what track needs to be added to the schedule? Oh, okay. Perfect. Well, thank you as always for doing this and, uh, you know, appreciate that you keeping up the tradition. Yeah, thank you. All right, everybody, there you have it. Christopher Bell on the 12 questions. Glad we got him in before his big homestead win. Um, now this looks even more timely, I guess. And uh, also happy we were able to get all of the eight um, final eight playoff drivers on the podcast this year. I like talking to Christopher. I think, you know, he's still uh, trying to figure out different ways to show his personality and how much he wants to show of his personality. But each year we do these, I feel like he gets a little bit more comfortable and uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how that progresses throughout his career. Anyways, you heard there only one more remaining this year and it's the traditional season ender with Landon Castle. So we'll be back for that one next week. In the meantime, I appreciate you as always for listening, and I'll talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.